Episode 195, we're recapping the 450s of this Indy Round 11 race. I'm Adam, here with Claudio. What's up, Claudio? Yo, so unfortunately, we're going to have to start the show with uh, some bad news. Bad news? Uh Uh-oh, what you got for me? Well, we talked about Cole Martinez and uh, and how he had uh, an accident. I don't know if we did or not, actually. No, we didn't. In one of our episodes. So he suffered a crash in qualifying, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I remember you telling me that they had to red flag the practice. That's right. So... Here it is. This is a statement from his Instagram, and this is what it says. As many of you may have seen, I've gotten injury again, breaking my femur. Oh. Yep. It's disappointing for me to say that once again. Surgery went well, and I'm doing better than I expected. A little over a year and a week since my last injury. I'm very grateful for the doctors at the track, everyone that has stopped by and reached out. Thank you. I'm getting out of the hospital here shortly. Heading to the airport and fly back to California. But uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that has been supportive to this season. And bummed that we have to cut it short. We'll be back. God's plan. Oh, dang. That's pretty crazy. You know, it's a dangerous sport. Everyone, it's like you're going to get hurt. Everyone's going to get hurt. No one really makes it through. Actually, no one makes it through without any injuries. But well, that's a big one. Dungey. Yeah, Dungey. Yeah, he went out on. He really went out on top. Like he's like quit just at the right time. Yeah, like no broken bones. Yeah, he actually got to quit on his own terms, which I feel like a bunch of riders don't get to do. They just quit whenever <laughs> they physically can't go anymore. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, unfortunately for Cole Martinez, as uh, we know, we've had him on the show before, and he's a really cool guy. Uh, you know what? What can we do, man? Uh, speed of recovery for him, yep. and I'm sure there's going to be a road to recovery. Um, account set for him. So, if you guys can help, go check it out and support support the sport. So yeah, exactly. Speedy recovery, and uh, hopefully he gets better soon. And just sucks, but also might open up some other uh, another main position for another 450 guy. So, coming into this round 12, we'll see kind of what happens. Yeah, that sucks for him though. He was doing so good, had some pretty good rides. So yeah, uh, yeah, bomber, but. The racing goes on. And let's jump into some of this racing. Yeah, so we started talking about this qualifying where Cole Martinez went down. Let's just touch on some of these times because we have Joey Savacci with the fastest time out of everybody pulling that 48.2. And then Marvin behind him, a 48.4. Cooper Webb also 48.4. Those guys were pretty close uh all night <laughs> yeah all Tell the way Mac. down to seventh place they're in the same you know second like they're all doing 48s and exactly yeah so justin hill dean wilson blake baggett uh all 48s in the 48 second range uh pr- running pretty close even tyler bowers less than a second off the leader with his eighth place and yep. legend chad reed uh with that ninth fastest qualifying time in front of ken roxon and cole seeley so Whoever reads drinking, I need to get me some of that. Yeah, that Jordan wa- the Michael Jordan water. Oh, that Michael yeah, that's probably expensive water. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's, it's that sensor, the sensor sticker he's got. That's what it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. A CBD water? No, you just gave away the secret, man. All right, well, only people who listen to our podcast will know the secret. There they're you all going to be drinking it, and they're all going to be, you know, just killing the game. Yeah, because that's what we do here. We give you the scoops. Another <laughs> scoop I got for you, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, confirm. Josh Grant to fill in for Aaron Plessinger, and he will make his debut in this stacked, deep field at Seattle Supercross. Nice. All right. That's cool. Yeah, we talked about this before the race happened, before it was even real news, like when it was still speculation. We reported it as real news. (laughs) 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 And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool that that's going to happen. They showed him in the broadcast. They were like showing like little social posts with uh, Juliana Daniels. And uh, yeah, it was was one of the posts on there with his kids playing baseball, won some kind of championship or whatever. So yeah. did you watch it? Not just the races, but the stuff in between the races while they were doing the track stuff? Um, what exactly are we looking for here? Okay, well, first, they had well, the makeup to Mud Girl. She was from Tampa. I don't know yes. if you caught that. I saw that, yeah. I saw. I actually caught it, not in qualifying, but in the actual race. I was like, wait, is that Tampa MX? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, is that the Tropicana field? Holy crap, this girl from Tampa. <laughs> yeah, and she was doing the like skating stuff at the skate park right there, too. I know. She was like X Games and everything. I was like, what? Yeah, she was like a legit and like a nurse. I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, was, uh, so that happened. And then they also had like the pit board segment where they talked about the pit boards. Did you see that? Um, Keep talking. Did you see it or no? I don't know. They were just like, oh, these are what the pit boards. Like, my mechanic usually says, like, go oh, fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. See, so you just got to keep talking and you just, I'll just get it. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, I I wasn't a fan of all these little things they had, but like, it, I thought it was kind of lame, but, you know, they're just killing time. And the other exactly. thing they had, which I thought was cool, was Cole, they had like this little thing on Cole Seeley. They're like, oh, what Cole Seeley does? It's like, oh, he likes his drifting cars and he likes riding BMX and yeah. he plays guitar. And then it was over. And it was like literally like 45 second like special on him. I was like, what? Why would they only do that? They like, it was so lame how short it was. You just said it. They're trying to kill time. They they need to fill those gaps between the LCQs and the main events. There's like a 10, 12 minute, you know, gap. So they they have to do everything. It's kind of like how they do the uh, like those the, the little videos, like the motor, the Supercross, Science of Supercross, or whatever. And they're yeah. like, oh, we're doing oh the valve relieves thing for the shocks. What? What do you? Oh. What? Why? You know, like yeah, it's just like, oh, exactly. we're gonna talk about what the mechanics do. Okay. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's stupid. What I would do, the Cole Seeley stuff is badass. Like, if they did like a Cribs thing where they just like did a whole, like, they could do a whole 10 minute, like, little thing on him just about how awesome his life is. I thought that would have been way cooler than just like uh, five seconds of that and then, you know, 10 minutes of, oh, my rider, my mechanic puts on the pit board, go fast. And I hate that. Just, I like, hate when they do. When they put that, because what do you mean, go fast? I'm trying to go as fast as I can. Yeah, it was like, the pit board thing was stupid. The Cole Seeley, they should have just changed the length of the other thing. <laughs> they should have been some swap, because Cole Seeley's living a sick life, and we only got to see, like, the tiniest little glimpse of it. Like, they need motocross cribs or something, a little day in the life. That would be way more entertaining than whatever they're trying to do. So well, maybe that's all I was going to say about that. 
maybe we're up to something right there you know maybe you got you got a good idea um but let's get back to this race did you see what michael caden was wearing for i don't know if he wore it for the race i didn't really notice but he was making like uh he did like a pain you know homage homage to the colts oh yeah yeah he had like like his jersey was like the like you know like the colts jersey and he had the nine nine one eight in front and then his pants were like the, you know, like the white with the two stripes on the side. It was pretty neat, actually. Like he did like, a, you know, like he, he was wearing a oh, yeah. Colts uniform. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, that's dope. I, I like that kind of stuff, especially if he's like a real Colts fan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure he's a true fan because he didn't do that for the other races. But that, yeah, that's sick. I like that. I love that. Yeah, it was really nice. But um, let's jump into this heat number one. Heat number one, dude. Heat number one. We got to see something we haven't seen all year. Mike Alessi whole shot. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, all right, all right. The whole shot machine is back. Yep. Actually, I was going to say we did see it in Tampa right before Daytona. He was at the pro race. He was ripping the whole shot there. So, But in the pro supercross race, we got to see Mike Alessi back out front at the beginning of the race. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he was followed by uh, Dean Wilson, Marvin Muskin, Ken Roxon was right there, Tomac, yeah. and obviously everybody else. But those guys were like pretty close to him. And but his yeah, happiness was not gonna be long. You know, he was gonna not gonna last long because he made a mistake and runs into the top block. Yeah, Dean Wilson ran him wide right there, and then uh, actually Roxon was the one who jumped out front at the yeah. beginning of this race, and him and uh, Dino were had a nice little battle going on for this moto. Yeah, Roxon like sneaked in too. Like it wasn't like he like jumped. He like like last like the you know the little littlest or the smallest amount of space. He would just went right in. Yeah, and we dude, this was a pretty stacked heat race because as we said, Dean, Ken, Roxon, Marvin Muskian, Eli Tomac. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, Bar Show was heat. in this one too. Uh, Bogold, your wild card. And, um, but yeah, Muskin, he got in the mix a little bit and also makes a pass on Roxon, but, but Roxon was not going to let that happen, you know, or, you know, at least not that easy anyways. And, uh, he retaliates a little bit and he had a little nice little close battle with Marvin Muskin. Yeah, like they could have like gone down because they got really, really close. And one thing I noticed about Roxon, that little option after the finish line where you could go inside or outside, it was like Roxon always took the outside and then that's how like Dino got by him. It was just like, what are you doing, Roxon? You're up front. And then he just started giving positions away. That outside was, I mean, if you can carry that momentum like very fast, you could definitely make some passes you know because you, you'll go right into the whoops but as you he know, got passed nobody, twice there though dino got him there and then uh Muskin got him there but like all but all his passes came right there it's like yo guard that inside man but that's what i was gonna say twice. like ken roxon was not doing that so but dino with a heat win he was feeling pump marvin Muskin got second roxon got third Roxon finishing that race without his visor, just flew off like mid moto. <laughs> oh yeah, because they got those stupid like magnet things. So. Yeah, I think it's cool, but if it doesn't it is stay cool. on, yeah, I mean, I, he he went you're a, half Metzger. If you're a pro, <laughs> if you're a pro rider that can just get them for free, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, really cool. But, but uh, Muskian made a nice charge on uh, Dean Wilson right there at the end, so he finished really close, right behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eli got fourth. Barsha fifth, 
Blows six, Justin Bogle seventh, Tyler Bowers eighth, and then Ryan Brees ninth. Straight through to the main event. Yeah, let's jump into this number two. And we had Michael Essie snagging that whole shot in the first heat, uh, not even qualifying though. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, he went down, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Um, yeah. But we had someone else who's been killing these starts recently. Blake Baggett ripped the whole shot with Cooper Webb, Zach Osborne, legend Chad Reed behind him, Savachi, Seeley, Braden, they're all up there too. We, we saw some really cool action in, this, in these heat races. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with Webb, like quickly jumping into second place. But the, the action was actually happening behind him when Joey Savachi appears out of nowhere and just starts, you know, taking names just like his teammate Eli Tomac does. And he moves up to third place with legend Chat Reed in fourth and Justin Braden, the second in command to be legend, uh, in fifth place. Yeah, Savachi made a nice little pass on like Reed and Osborne, but then Reed, you know, he just jumped right past back him like a legend. You know, he's just playing with him. And as we saw in the past, uh, Chad Reed, he was holding off Savachi so long, <laughs> just like would not let him pass. So well, uh, he was he he was holding uh, Tomac before, and then Savachi came and just passed them both. He was like, I'm tired. Of yeah, that. yeah, exactly. So it, it seems like Savachi. Is the only one who knows how to get past the legend. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, like you're not kidding. Um, uh, we, yeah, we also saw like some battle in between. Like, uh, like Osborne finally looked decent. He was had a good start. Yep. Uh, at least and yeah. Brayton and everyone started kind of like passing him. We saw Brayton get by him. Baggett though, as we said, he was dominating and running out front until he missed that triple. Ran into his own little problems, and that kind of allowed Cooper Webb to easily jump out front, and it was kind of over for that. But uh, it wasn't yeah. over for Savachi and Blake Baggett because Savachi made another pass on Blake Baggett for that second place. Yeah, Savachi looking cool. really good. I mentioned it to you a couple of podcasts ago or a couple of races ago, and I said, you know, Joey's starting to look good, man. He's starting to feel really comfortable, and he's starting to feel like he belongs up there, and he's definitely showing it. And, um, you know, I... I can't wait to see what else he can do from here on out. Exactly. So that's kind of how this heat race went. Cooper Webb won. Joey Savacci got second. Blake Baggett got third. Legend Chad Reed got fourth. Justin Brayton got fifth. Justin Hill got sixth. Cole Seeley got seventh. Zach Osborne got eighth. And celebrating hardcore whenever that final transfer came through, Cedric Subarus, him and his girl, pretty pumped, going straight to the main. Well, of course, they passed Kyle Chisholm right there in the like literally last second. So, of course, they're pumped. And they're pumped. Dude, he's alive, bro. Thought he died in uh, Daytona. So to see him out here going straight to the main, uh, pretty cool. That's probably why he's so, he was so happy because he, he he's like, I'm not going to the LCQ. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to run over. I'm not going to get ran over five yeah. times. Yeah, exactly. That's probably why he was pumped. Yeah, um, so pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard, man. I, I feel like this class right here, this premier class is so stacked. And stacked. I'm, I'm kind of... Curious to see where Josh Grant's gonna, you know, finish up with the, with the feel how it is right now, you know, because yeah, yeah, we have guys like Zach Osborne who, you know, he's your former champ in the 250 class, or even uh, Aaron Plessinger before he got he got hurt, and they're not doing, you know, they weren't doing much. So, um, I want to see what Josh Grant can do. Yeah, uh, we'll have to talk about that more on our preview show for Seattle. 
But yep. let's go ahead and move on to this 450 LCQ last chance qualifier. LCQ. We dumb. had another whole shot by the whole shot king, Michael uh, Lessi. Yep, yep, yeah. But and he pretty much checked out. But the real story, yeah, the real story here is that he was followed by Adam Entignab, who we've been waiting for him to make a main all year. Uh, Carlton Garner was there, Alex Ray, uh, Cal Chisholm, Ben LeMay, and Casey Brennan were all right there with him. Like you said, Michael Lessie kind of checked out, but the real battle was for second, third, and fourth. Yeah, the um, entire HEP Suzuki team battling for those transfer spots. Again, which, <laughs> ag- again, which by the way, is not what you, you know, as a team manager, owner, whatever, part of that team mechanic, even the guy that puts up the tent, you don't <laughs> want. Uh, Etignab almost goes down as Carlin Garner uh, runs into the back of his bike yep. and almost, almost puts him down. Like it's it's just that's just been Adam Etignab's former <laughs> former Seven Deuce Deuce story this whole season because he's just been in the you know bad place at the bad time type situation and yeah. that was like a perfect example of it. Um, you mentioned the HEP guys right here. Yeah, they all battled out because they were in, uh, what was it, third, fourth, and fifth for a while. And yeah, not sure what happened to Alex Ray, but he was battling for fifth place, and and he actually did make the pass on Brendan for fifth, but then he dropped all the way to nineteenth. They didn't really talk about or show what happened, but maybe uh, you know they something saw, happened. They saw that Adam was uh, almost you know making it too, and they told him on the pit board, they're like, hey man, just. Pull out. Go down. Go down, bro. <laughs> yeah. Pull a Marvin Muskin in New York a couple years ago. <laughs> but yeah, meanwhile, Ben LeMay trying to close the gap on the Tampa MX champ, Michael Lessie, as he, <laughs> like a second and a half behind him, but uh, he ran out of time and was not able to get the win. So right. your Tampa MX champ, Michael Lessie, your whole shot machine gets the win on this one, followed by Ben LeMay, Kyle Chisholm, and finally... The gods and all the planets <laughs> have come together and lined up for Adam Etignab, who's going to make his first main after 11 rounds of this Monster Energy Supercross season. He made it in, Adam Etignab, in the main event. Uh, his teammate was pretty stoked for him. He was stoked. And yeah, finally, it only took 11 rounds, but he made it. Kyle Chisholm was definitely, definitely excited for uh, Adam Etignab. Yeah, it's almost like the roles are reversing. We saw Alex Ray start the season off, you know, pretty good. He made like a bunch of mains and just lately, or maybe since he lost his wallet in Atlanta, it just everything started going downhill. (laughs) (laughs) What if this Alex Ray that we're seeing is someone that found his wallet? (laughs) <laughs> Stole his identity and now yeah. he's riding his bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Think we're onto something here. We're gonna have to send the uh, MXSX podcast investigative team out there to you know see what get to the bottom of all this. I mean, you know, you, you, everything is right in front of us, right there. Right there. But uh, those four going to the main. Ronnie Stewart just missing it with that fifth place, even though he was a little like kind of farther back, wasn't really battling for that final spot. But let's go ahead and jump into this main event. Yeah, because once again, there's a lot to talk about on this main event. Lot to talk about. Lots of really good close racing for the entire race. And it was just a great race to watch. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. And there's something I want to talk about, but we'll we'll get to it in a minute. 
Um, Marvin Muskin, he got the whole shot with a very, very close Blake Baggett and Joey Savacci. Yeah, Baggett's um, been killing these starts, man. He's every week he's up there at the start, every which week is awesome. Doing he, he needs he needs it. You know, he needs those type of starts. He needs the type of finish like he's getting in the you know like he's battling out in the heat. It's it's good to see him like that. Uh, Cooper Webb and Eli Tomac they were also right there, but not like Savacci and Blake Baggett. Barsha also had a good start. Yeah, but he, but he quickly made a mistake and started falling off the top spots and. You know, kind of unfortunate for him because, you know, his first race back or whatever, but... Um, Still good, though. He was running, like, fifth and sixth pretty much the entire race. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But it was Marvin Muskin and Eli Tomac doing, uh, you know, what they're supposed to be doing, It and it is trying to be in front of Cooper Webb or start in front of Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb, who was sitting in fifth spot, battling out with Baggett for fourth at this point of the race. Yep. But what happened to Chad? Like, the you know, or... Because he was, like, all the way, like, 22nd spot. Yeah, I have no idea. They didn't really talk about it at all. And same with Savachi. He was up there before he went down. Like, he he had a great start of this race, too. Uh, he went down in that turn and allowed, like, Tomac and Webb to jump, like, up to second and third after uh, Webb got by Baggett. So it was Webb coming through the pack up there uh, on everyone after his not the greatest start. But, yeah, we saw Tomac up there, and we're just like, all right, here we go, Tomac and Webb. Webb, though, <laughs> lots to talk about here with Webb. Trying to catch Tomac, dominates the rhythm section, pretty much jumps the corner, hits the tough block, and makes a pass on Tomac all in, like, one little sweep right there. Well, and before that, he was running, you know, he made a couple, um, a little mistake. He stole the bike. He was struggling a bit, I mean, even to get... You know, he allowed Baggett to go on to third. You know, meanwhile, Marvin Muskin is still up front, opening up this this gap. But let's go let's go to this to what you just mentioned because the incident. Yeah, the incident. <laughs> the pass. He's coming through that rhythm section and he totally cross ruts. You can see it clear as day. He cross ruts, jumps through the corner, lands on the tough block, kind of runs Eli high. I think he got scared. He was gonna get taken out. Uh, one maybe a little too high, I don't know. And Cooper Webb makes the pass, but it is kind of a controversial pass because did he cut the track? Well, I don't know about if cutting the track, but he definitely went off the track. Like he was out of the track and he came back in uh, and gained a position. I mean, um, AMA has not done anything about it. I don't know if they will at this point. Yeah, I don't think so. But the rule says you cannot gain a position once you're off the track. And technically, he went off the track. He got really lucky he did not hit that camera right there or yeah, or the microphone, whatever that is that, that was right there in that corner. First off, he was very lucky that he did not go down once he hit that top block second. And then he got very lucky that he you know did not take out Eli Tomac because... Um, the amount of speed and the amount of you know momentum that he was carrying through that through that section right there into that turn. Oh yeah, it, it was dangerous. It could have been very dangerous. And and he if he would have hit Eli, uh, he probably would have gotten hurt. Yeah, maybe. And I could be. It could be just because I'm a web wagoner, but I don't think there's any punishment to be dealt here. It seemed totally accidental, and it didn't really seem like to me that he jumped too much of the track. He definitely like cut that corner a little bit. On accident? I mean, I don't even know what you would even expect him to do. Like, 
his like like turn around and go back and then go through it again. I mean, there's not really his options are very limited there. So I think he did the right thing. I don't think it was a big deal. Tomac. Uh, had other issues whenever Webb did get past him there like it was over for Tomac he just started dropping like every lap he was just losing so much seconds like he was right there behind Webb and then at the end of this race he was 20 seconds behind you know he's 15 seconds behind Webb so after that happened it looked like Tomac pretty much just gave up and was just trying to just salvage his fourth place I don't know I, I don't know what's, what's what happened with Eli after that but there's something there and I feel like if it would have been anybody else, something would have been done. <laughs> you think just because it's Eli, uh, people are like, eh? Not even because it's Eli. I think because it's Cooper and oh. how he's playing this championship. I feel like... You just they, want Cooper Webb to get docked so we can make this points championship a little bit closer. I don't know if I that's what, what I want. There. It would be cool, but <laughs> I don't know if that's what I want. But it's definitely, I mean, the the rules are there to be follow you know and you know if you go through the rule book it's uh, you know you can't go off the track and gain positions dude well we've seen the ama inject themselves into the stupidest things ever with the whole barsha warning and then all that kind of stuff so it is almost surprising that they haven't got involved in it but i i like that they didn't so far and, at least. and, and that's the thing like they disqualify bowers for you know bumping into barsha and and you know yeah. even though like the race before that uh what was it oldenburg and uh martin did yeah. the same exact thing yes yeah, no the same race <laughs> that's what i'm saying like like right before that oh like, yeah yeah in the 250 class same thing happened like exact same thing and nothing was done about that so uh, once again getting it done yeah. ama good job just that inconsistency of the ama of yep. course so uh, anyways, that, that's pretty much how they ran till the end of this race. Like we said, once Webb got by Tomac, Tomac didn't really retaliate at all. He was just dropping seconds and seconds and seconds. But KTM sweep again, again. We got Marvin Muskan just dominating out front. He was able to hold everybody off. Finishing yeah. only two seconds behind was Whoa. Blake Baggett. Baggett almost got him too because he, he showed yeah. him a wheel right after that. Like Baggett was on fire charging towards the front he was yeah. going for it for sure and oh, yeah. yeah that 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 made a really great race too just that battle for first uh got pretty intense and the crowd was loving it yeah but um ktm sweep once again just the other way around blake baggett as, as the middleman but yep in atlanta we saw cooper webb blake baggett marvin muskan and now here in indy we get marvin muskan blake baggett cooper webb <laughs> Tomac able to salvage that fourth place, though. Yeah, uh, and uh, also Justin Barsha with a solid race, and he got that top five. Good good yep. for him. And Joey Savacci behind him in sixth. Zach Osborne, seventh. Ken Roxon, though, another race out of the top five. Uh, eighth place. Once he just had a bad start, and he just he couldn't get anything going. Well, once Ralphie and Ricky jinx him, you know. Yep, that's right. They did jinx him in Daytona and just hasn't been the same since. Uh, Dean Wilson, ninth place. Justin Brayton finishing out that top 10. Legend Chad Reed, 11th. Cole Seeley, 12th. Tyler Bowers, 13th. Justin Hill, 14th. And Claudio's wildcard pick. If you guys listened and picked the same as him, then you were right. Because Claudio, you picked Justin Bogle to get 15th, and 
He did. Nicely done. You're welcome. Once again, <laughs> Kyle Chisholm in 16th, Michael Essie in 17th, Chris Blows 18th, Cedric Subras 19th, Adam Ettingham 20th, Ben LeMay 21st, and then Ryan Brees 22nd. So if you picked uh, Justin Bogle as a wild card, good job. And then if you, by any reason in the universe, picked Adam Ettingham to make the main event, good for you. Good job for your fantasy team. And yeah, Marvin Muskan on fire. Looked really good. Yeah, and then also I want to point out that I mentioned, I don't know, a long time ago that Marvin was going to get the win before Ken Roxon. And well, it took forever, but he did. And he yep. also closed that gap to Cooper Webb uh, to 14 points. That's right. So we had a great race with a new winner. Marvin Muskan, Cooper Webb still leading the points, 243. Marvin Muskan taking that second spot, 229. Eli Tomac sitting in third with 222. Ken Roxon still not that far behind the, those, uh, still not that far behind Tomac and Muskan with 216. But they got a pretty big gap on fifth place uh, in the points. Blake Baggett with 184, and then Dean Wilson. Legend Chad Reed sitting in seventh in the points. And then we got Brayton and Barsha rounding out the top ten in the points right now. So uh, good that Barsha's back. Maybe he can, you know, obviously hold on to his tenth, his top ten in these points. But maybe he can gain a couple positions too. Yeah, and uh, Ken Roxon better watch out because if Blake Baggett keeps finishing like he's, you know, been doing the last couple weeks, he's going to yeah. catch up to him and take that, that four spot from him. Yep, especially if Ken Roxon is finishing like eighth and ninth. Exactly. That's exactly. So, exactly. And yeah, Blake Baggett's still searching for his second win, but it was just cool to see another winner. Uh, KTM's though, it's they're dominating this time of year. Dominating the. And I think that pretty much is everything we need to add in here for this Indianapolis recap. Is there anything I missed? I I think we got it all. I don't know how we can, you know, we can play out the the numbers, but if Eli Tomac was to win every single race from here on out and Cooper Webb, you know, just kind of gets second, I think Cooper Webb is going to be the your champ. So uh, well, not looking good for the rest of the field. Definitely looking good for Cooper nope. Webb. Maybe, maybe yep. Marvin Muskin can uh, repeat uh, this weekend in Seattle. I don't know. Let's hope for a mutter, I guess. Yeah, I mean, as we could see last year, anything can happen here in this Seattle race. A mutter would definitely make things very interesting. And I don't know. I don't know if that still can stop Cooper Webb. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know you're absolutely right. I don't. Know. I mean, we have. We, there's definitely going to be a mutter, but we don't know when. So stay tuned. Make sure you guys follow us everywhere at MXSX Podcast. Adios. See you next time. Peace.